0: Learn more about HIV testing, treatment and prevention at doitforyoumc.org. The Philadelphia Eagles are Super Bowl champions. HAGL
1: Eagles. What is up everybody? We are back. Some of the, the drunk on broad crew is unable to join us tonight, but uh we got a uh, the, the the best possible replacement we could find. My hi, heart hi, hi. from from uh from all walks of life. We got chip for the birds from the the AAT everything.
2: Yeah, how's it going? It's Wednesday. It's uh it's Dallas week. It's it we're is. a playoff team
1: and uh Go birds. Yeah. I mean, listen, you know, we can jump, we can just jump right into the Eagle stuff. Like, it for me, you know, I look at, I went back. So while I was quarantined in in this, you know, <laughs> seven, in this, this year room, <laughs> in this seven by six room here, um, I had a lot of time to go back and look and listen to some of our old episodes while I was doing the like the compilation best of. And the one in particular that stuck out was the one that we did that, where we previewed the season. Um, Uh Talked a lot about going into that season as the, you know, uh, looking at it through different eyeballs, right. Looking at it as what do we have to gain for the seasons ahead? Um, And I was the, I'll be the first person to admit, right. I was sitting here saying, six wins, you know, see, see incremental improvement week to week, but the expectations have far been exceeded. Like like we're, we're essentially playing with house money at this point because no one saw this team with the amount of wins that they have. No one saw this team as a playoff team. So in my mind, house money, like let it ride.
2: Yeah, I mean I I had this team at 7 and 10. Um which again an improvement from 4 wins last season. But I had this right. team at 7 and 10 and here they are with 9 wins, potentially 10 depending on how they play against Dallas with our right. backups and their backups and no one wanting to play too many cards on the table. And we said on ours look at this point we just want to see improvement. We want to see right. development because the entire Doug Peterson regime, there was zero player development. Right. Zero. And you see that clearly obvious with Russell Douglas,
1: who is yeah. now a Pro Bowl alternate. Yeah. I, mean,
2: or, I don't know. If he's not an alternate. He's on the Pro Bowl, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, listen, I think he's an alternate. But there's never any player development. That's a problem. At the very least, he has shown monumental improvement over anything that he did while he was on this roster. And I like the
2: guy. I thought Russell Douglas was a a decent enough corner that he could have made his way, but he never improved week to week. So this season for us was all about improvement and finding some answers, specifically at the quarterback position. And there are people who want to push their agenda that are still going to say that Jalen Hurts is not the quarterback next year. Those people are dumb.
1: Yeah. I mean, listen, you've got the opportunity to, you know, to sit here and say from week to week, you know, very early on in the season, you know, when they were two and five and they were trying to show, they were trying to throw the ball all over the field. That wasn't it. it. But, but I look at that and, you know, never did I ever think at two and five that we'd be sitting here in. With, with a week to go and already have clinched a playoff berth. Uh-huh. But what I also saw was Nick Sirianni be able to adjust mid midstream and be able to say, you know, where, where are my strengths? What do I got? That's good. Identifying what's going on, Adam, um, identifying the the best part of what you have, which is that offensive line. Um, and I mean, you know, not for nothing, but like shout out to Jeff Stoutland for just year after year after year continuing to develop talent and keep that the strength and the fact that they were able to pivot, rely on their strength. To me, that's like like that's that's monumental growth. So in
2: on October 27th, which we had played seven games, we were two and five. Correct. I wrote an article for AAT sports that said the kids can't coach. Right. Okay. Wrote an article that said the kids can't coach. And I said, because everybody that was saying, well, you know, fire him, fire him. I said, that's, that's no, we're not, we're not firing anybody. It's his first season. This isn't an urban Meyer situation. He's not committing egregious acts of just wrongness.
1: No, no, no. But
2: everyone was saying things like, well, Andy Reid's first season was similar to this. Okay. Okay. And he finished five and eleven, but he was coming from the 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 homegrown family tree. Sean McVay was young when he was hired, okay, but he was also given a stud lineup and hired senior assistant coaches, right? Guys like you know uh, Wade Phillips and John Fossil. Then you know it's early; they'll still turn around, and maybe they will. I wrote maybe they will, but things were going to happen. It was week seven. What needed to happen is they had to get away. From having Jalen Hurts throw the ball 35 to 40 times a game. That's right. not his game. His strength was never gonna be the passing game. And the strength of our offense with guys like Jalen Rager and Jay Jaw is right. never the passing game. No,
1: no, and I think and I think listen, like I look at there was a play that I saw in the middle of this Washington game where the pocket starts to collapse, and early on in the season. I would see that you had the that he he would immediately tuck the ball and run, right. And now, you saw him kind of scan the pocket, right. He he stayed in the pocket on this play against Washington. You know, goes through his reads and is able to. I think the play, I think the play he hit was was the the Goddard pass on the sideline where he kind of falls into the table, right. But you see him go through those reads. Earlier on in the season, Correct. he wasn't making that play. So And why? Like
2: because without establishing a run game, right. the defense has the ability to blitz five, six, seven guys, mm-hmm. and the quarterback is forced to run for his life. The idea of a play-action pass wasn't a yeah. realistic threat. It's something that Doug Peterson never learned and uh, refused to learn. <laughs> The play-action pass doesn't work as a legitimate threat if you refuse to run the ball. So we here in Philadelphia, we bullied, we bullied G- uh, Nick Sirianni into establishing a run game, and for the first time, here we are being right. And yeah, I know he's going to talk about flowers and he's going to talk about you know planting soil. He's going to talk about those great, and that's great.
1: Hey, listen, but the, just, the fans did it. The fans seven, did. They're seven and two since that since, since talking about. Turning the, the locker room into a greenhouse, you know, I hate it. They, they, I mean, and listen for, for everybody that wants to talk about the, you know, the, the, the caliber of player and the caliber of quarterback that they've faced over the course of the last couple of weeks. Right. So.
2: And just the schedule yeah. in general, we knew the second half of the schedule was easy. We knew right. the
1: front half of the schedule was going to be hard. We Like, and, and, but the people that are having, like, I just like for me, I don't understand. You know, you're you know the the cliche. You know you're playing the teams that are in front of you. You're playing the teams that are on your schedule. They had no control over that. They had no control over the fact that you know Washington had to start. You know, you know <laughs> Gilbert Grapes. You know, and you know they had. You know, they're, they're playing Gilbert Mike Krapes. Glennon, and they're playing the likes of like.
2: I mean, please remember that there was a Steelers team that started off the season eleven and zero, and they were like, "Oh my God, this Steelers team, man! They're gonna, they're gonna do the whole thing." No, they weren't. Yeah, they played soft opponents in those first eleven weeks. Then they got in the meat of their schedule, and they right. flopped out the rest of the way. Yeah, yeah. No, um, you can only play who's put under your schedule,
1: right? And listen, the the fact that like the other thing that I really like about what's happened is the fact that they're able to get themselves they they they're 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 able to get themselves out of holes that you know they they are very willingly creating for themselves uh-huh. but they're earlier on in the season when the games were a little tough right they they maybe learned how to kind of navigate mm-hmm. through the not having success in those games that Now they're able to kind of battle back. Yes. It's a different opponent. Yes. They're not like you're, you're not playing the, the, the chargers. You're not playing the 49ers, not playing the chiefs, you're not playing the box. Right. But you learned earlier on in the season against those really tough teams, what didn't work. So now you have the opportunity to be able to say, you know, let's, we can turn it around. We can be resilient. We can rely on our strengths.
2: But again, the biggest thing, and I, I've been saying this now for a couple of days, the one thing that I'm still not ecstatic about is the idea that the the coaches are being outcoached from Monday to Saturday. Yeah. You know what I mean? The fa- and Again, you're playing against teams that aren't very good. You're playing against teams like the Giants. You're playing against teams like you know, Washington soon to be named something. um The, the Washington guardrails. As soon as you do that. The Washington zip ties. Right. The Washington, that's it. Trademark. <laughs> the Washington zip ties who give you the ability to come back after spotting them 10, 15 points. Right. If you spot a Dallas or a Tampa Bay, 17 points, 20 points, you are not making that ground up. You just aren't.
1: No. And I mean – that, so know. I'm
2: excited. I'm excited that this coaching staff has the ability to react and make adjustments at halftime and say, okay, this is what this team is doing against us. This is how we fix it. I love that they can make that correction. What I don't like is the fact that they're putting themselves in that hole for the first couple game games for the first two quarters, right? Because they haven't
1: really adequately prepared for the six days in the week. Right. And maybe that's like, we, we we know that one of the you know, one of the criticisms we, we we had talked about earlier on in the season was that they had that young coaching staff, right? They didn't have any outside of Jeff Slavin. They didn't have any established, you know, the 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 Jim Johnsons, the Jim Caldwells, the you know the the Wade Wilsons, the, the guys. Any of
2: the senior guys in the league yeah. who have
1: seen it all who are just going to balance out. Right. So maybe that is the evolution of this coaching staff that they're learning those things Yeah, Yeah. It doesn't feel good in the moment. um, But it also says something that like we, we saw coaches here struggle before, which is that in-game transition, right? They're able to the fact that, you know, yeah, they're, they're struggling in that beginning part of the, the game, but then in the middle of the game, they're able to kind of reset, and go in a different direction or just start to say hey listen you know we're identifying you know the the passes in the flat we're going to start using that as an asset you know we're 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 doing right uh really well at running the ball we're 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 going to focus on the run
2: but right and but the other thing is that you have to remember that the games that we have not been close in the games that we've gotten blown out Right, yeah. so we were not really close in the Tampa Bay game. No. We made it look closer. We got blown out in the Chiefs game, which we knew was going to yeah, happen. Right. We got slapped by the Raiders, a playoff team playing with high energy. The teams that have really put a beating on us are all playoff teams or playoff contenders.
1: Right. and, that, and- Which is
2: goes to the point of you cannot let teams that are capable of playing a complete game start the game up ahead of us by two touchdowns by 17 points. If that happens there is no coming back from it. Right. So every team we play from here on out including this weekend is a playoff team.
1: Right. Now. Keep that in mind. Re- re- revisionist history, right? If if they play the way that they've played the last couple games. I don't know they- if anyone can beat them. Do you, do you think the front end of the schedule plays out differently? If, if they learned that they can run the ball in the first they, they seven games of the season, if they didn't wait until they were until game eight, if they had identified I, that earlier, I, does, the, does the front half of the schedule play out differently? I, that I don't
2: now? know. That um, I think you're looking at, you know, you played the Panthers, not a very good team, right? You beat the hell out of the Falcons as to be expected. You, you, you know, we've now played the saints. Oh, I mean, I yeah. think that we are where we should have been. Right. And like, again, as we, as we, as we have said, we were all kind of saying, you know, seven wins. That'd be yeah. cool.
1: Six, seven. Like, I like, I, I think I remember saying something like, like in that six, seven ish range. So you have far exceeded my expectations.
2: Yeah. At like, this point, like my expectations are still the same. Like I love the are in the dance. And now as a fan, like, Let's go for it. Right. Let's put let's punch everybody in the mouth. Let's let's take down Tom Brady. You right. know what I mean? I'm here for it.
1: <laughs> like I'm here, like I like I was about to say, like, like I, I feel like I feel like the kid in Christmas story, right? Where the there's there's a gift that was hidden behind the TV that nobody told me about that, like you didn't find right. out the absolute end. And you're like, holy shit, this is the and, and listen, not for nothing, but like the Flyers suck right now. The Sixers are a poop show, and the Flyers, Flyers are not good. baseball anytime soon. Like, baseball
2: is not going to come back on time,
1: right? So this is it, y'all. All, all that to be discussed on a future uh, drunk on the fightings episode. That's a shame. I'm here. It, um, I'm
2: here for it. But you know, the Sixers and, right now are I'm I'm I joy of split monitors.
1: Shink. <laughs> an answer
2: to Chris's question. Yeah, the Sixers right now are losing to the Orlando Magic. Right. I don't even... There's there's no follow-up there. The Sixers are an inconsistent team that needs someone that can handle the ball. Yeah. Or Tyrese need- Maxey to get aged by about three more years of experience.
1: Right. right. They need a point guard. And they need Tobias Harris to... Be traded. Up. Yeah. Yeah, that...
2: But that's a different show because the Eagles job. are in the playoffs. Right. The Eagles exactly. are in the playoffs.
1: So... Now what how, how do you approach this game this weekend so the one Coach, thing that i Coach, think yeah.
2: is both both genius and very convenient is the fact that we have 36 and a half players on the covid list right now it's i think it's like 12 but whatever it's 36
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're right i think it, i think it's 12 or 13
2: but here's the great thing if they get cleared to play this weekend cool Right. But if they don't, they'll get cleared to play in the playoff game and as per the NFL COVID protocols are they don't have to get tested for the next 90 correct. days. Correct. You noticing a lot of big name players who already have spots in the playoffs all of a sudden yeah. testing positive
1: for COVID? Yes, correct because what I found out was part of that that they can there, there is part of that test that can be voluntarily done. That they can yeah, give it, give this to
2: play. me now. If I'm not playing this weekend, cool, fine, whatever, Correct. but again, I'll be good for the playoffs and the entire playoffs. You can't pull me at any point. Correct. It's
1: not it's sad, genius. It's, it's very it's, smart.
2: Work smart. smarter, not harder. <laughs> what do you do at quarterback this week? You, you give it to the minch. You let the stash play and just, you know what you did this whole thing with, with growing flowers I think the only person who can deal with the final game is the gardener.
1: I love it. I love it. I'm here for it all. Like Jalen, I
2: think- Hurtley, The only way that this team is going to be successful in the playoffs is with Jalen Hurts at the helm because he gives you so many extra dimensions. Yes. So you got to get him to 100%. You got to get him rested. You got to get that ankle at 100% so that he has all of his tools available. Yeah. I don't well, think you play Dallas Goddard this weekend. Yeah, I don't think – I mean – you give Jason Kelsey a ceremonial first snap, and then you put his ass on the bench.
1: Yeah, you let you let him keep that streak alive, right? That, you know, I, I just you, know, you, you get a, out you. of this
2: game as healthy as possible because right. look, your subs are what they are. They are bottom of the barrel players, bottom of the barrel, right. b- bottom of the barrel players. And I don't need to see two straight weeks of the starters going up against the Cowboys.
1: No, not at all. Okay, so let's so in the last couple of minutes, let's let's jump right into who. So, based on where they fall, wh- who who do you think they end up playing? I think
2: that they end up. Um, I think they end up with Dallas. Okay, I I would prefer that we end up against Tampa Bay. So would I. And here's the thing. I can't believe that I'm saying this, that I want Tom Brady in the playoffs.
1: Yeah. To go, to go down to Tampa and play, but not for nothing, but between you and I, it's, they, they seem like the, of the teams that you could play Dallas, Los Angeles, Tampa, they seem like the most vulnerable opponent. Right. right? Tom Brady. You saw what happened
2: when, he Tom Brady didn't have Evans, Godwin, and Antonio Brown. He looked lost out there. Yes. Oh, and Leonard Fournette. So right. now, not having Godwin for the entire playoffs, right. not having Antonio Brown ever again, I feel comfortable that we can stop a Mike Evans and we can slow down a Gronkowski.
1: Right, because you can you, and you a, can... and a
2: who's and, and Le'Veon Bell.
1: Like I feel okay about that. Yeah. Like that. Like to me, they struggled against like... the Jets. Yeah, that that to me seems like of the teams that you could play, you know, that would be the the team that would give you the best opportunity to win. Now, listen, you know, Chris brings up the Rams. You know, listen, no. Matt, Staff, Matt Stafford is giving away presents as intercept. He's giving away interceptions as presents. For- look at
2: the entire package.
1: The right.
2: Rams have an Odell Beckham who is now getting comfortable.
1: Right. They still have a right. Cooper
2: Cup who no one in the NFL has been able to stop. And they're getting Cam Akers back this week. Correct. Yeah, I then, do not want to see the Rams.
1: No, and any defense that you're going to have to face some semblance of Aaron Donald, Von Von Miller, Von Miller, Jalen Ramsey. Rams, Rams, no, thank you. Like, no, um, I don't. I I would prefer not to see the Rams. Um, I think. I, I listen. I don't want to. I, I want to not have to play I I would I'd, bah, 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 I don't want to play Dallas at all I can't I, I don't want to play
2: Dallas I mean I'd be okay with playing the Cardinals if that's somehow it shakes out
1: Yeah I mean it's a lot of I, think line, I think them
2: losing some of their players has definitely hurt them I think yeah. they are a vulnerable team and they've been inconsistent and of course then you have the storyline of Zach Ertz versus right. the Eagles so necessarily I don't want that cuz we'll go for 250 um <laughs> I, I I want the Bucks
1: Yeah And and I think the last time I saw like the, I think it's like in like the 50 something percent, 55 percent, something like that, that the if the, if the weekend shakes out the way people think it does, that that would be where they, that that would be where it falls. Right. Um, I don't know. I'm just, uh, uh, to me, Adam, Adam, I don't want Dallas. I
2: think that that is a team. Mm -hmm. look, Yes, we know that Dak is what Dak is, and I think Ezekiel Elliott is the second-best running back on that team. But they have so many offensive weapons, even with losing Gallup and their defense right now.
1: They have so many people on defense. I mean, listen, just between Diggs and Parsons, they have two cornerstone defensive players for the next decade. Like the fact that Micah Parsons is literally going to be running sideline to sideline for the next 10 years. Micah Parsons is the defensive player of the year, not rookie. And I know
2: Diggs has the interception numbers, but you can't make the defensive player of the year be a thousand yard allowed cornerback.
1: No, not at all. I think TJ
2: Watt has a better case for it.
1: And and listen, and TJ Watt's playing, like he's going to, yeah, he's got the chance at breaking this. You know, if the if record.
2: Watt breaks Strahan's record, then he's player of the year.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You can if he doesn't, way. it's Parsons. Yeah. I mean, t- like the, the, again, the revisionist history for, for that. Like, if you had hit on one of the wide receivers, he's there. And 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 you had to trade nobody to get him, and it's like. I don't know. It's just that. It's it's
2: very frustrating. It's very frustrating.
1: And it's frustrating because the type of player that he is, Chip, there would have, you you could have ripped the Wentz right off the back of your number eleven jersey, slapped the Parsons right on the back. I would of have.
2: It. Except my number eleven has my name. The best player the Eagles have ever had wearing the number. <laughs> yeah been a member of this team for 35 years.
1: I love it. I love it. Um, uh, Chris's question is a very yeah. loaded one. Is this a, the prediction for the Super Bowl?
2: Who do I think is going to play in it?
1: <sighs> Ready for it? Go for
2: it. <clears throat> I believe that the Super Bowl will be the Titans versus the Rams.
1: Really? The Rams, the Rams, Rams have
2: all the pieces.
1: The Rams are going to play at home.
2: The Rams have all the pieces, and the Titans are getting back Derrick Henry. They've already gotten to a point where they can earn the number one seed without him playing. If he and comes back, I- you can't beat him. Not not in these cold months.
1: Oh, listen, if, if I'm... Uh, the thing that I always think about though, with with the Rams this year, is it it, it comes down to quarterback play? an immense amount of offensive weapons. I still can't trust Matt Stafford in a, but
2: Remember in a, to win a Super Bowl. Win. Yes, it helps to have exceptional quarterback play, but it's it not does. necessary.
1: Right. But there have been times where and, and listen, I'm talking from personal experience because I had him on fantasy and there were times where it literally like he disappeared and he was giving away the ball two, three times a game. I just don't know in a crunch situation for a guy that has up until this year played in zero meaningful games as a part True. of the Detroit Lions. It, it, there's a huge trust factor for me that I can't, that that I can't really get over. I don't know. Um, I, I'm going to go. Listen, I think maybe a, a, a team like Arizona, who I think was hot at one point and kind of fell off a little bit. I think maybe if Kyler Murray can get, get right. I think they have some offensive weapons that they can kind of make a, make a bit of a run. Um, and listen, in the, in the AFC, I'm going to go chiefs until they, until, until someone knocks them off. <clears throat> yeah, they, I mean Steve Spagnuolo built that defense around nothing. Like he had next to no pieces because they put all of their financial capital on the offensive side of the field. And the way that he's kind of turned that thing around midstream, I don't know. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna switch it up. I'm gonna go Packers Chiefs. I'm gonna go the the. I'm gonna go the the All State Super Bowl. The the Mahomes- there you go. The, the or not not all state the State Farm the State Farm Super Bowl, and that's oh that's my, Mike's chiming in with the the Chiefs and Pat yeah I think it I think it's gonna be uh, that that's what I'm, I'm gonna say Chiefs Packers, but um anything else you want to add before we before we yeah go I was just up? sorry I was
2: distracted for the last two minutes because Antonio Brown released a statement from his attorney just now
1: oh cool. read it out. Here we go. I can't. It is literally, it is like two pages.
2: It is like two pages. Basically, in summary, he had it well documented that his ankle was a flipping mess. The coach told him to get back in the game. He said he can't, and they cut him right there on the sideline. Uh, he is scheduled a surgery. The Bucks have been telling him to come back and get different doctors. And uh, he's already getting surgery. He wants the surgery. He'll be back to 100. And looking forward to next season, business will be booming.
1: Oh, but will it be booming in 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 the Bay?
2: No, absolutely not. Because he just (laughs) threw this team under the bus so very hard.
1: Yeah. Wow. What like? mm, So chef,
2: So Schefter has it. If you guys are interested on the Twitter, I'll actually I'll retweet it.
1: There you
2: go. So you can go check out my Twitter page.
1: Um. A quick read. All right, Chip, final thoughts.
2: Final we thoughts. Got... I don't care what happens this weekend, with the exception of get everybody out of there that matters healthy. If Tua Lotu our 47th Marlon Hudu gets hurt, I really don't give a crap. <laughs> if Jack Stoll stalls over, I don't care. Oh. If carry-on Johnson cannot carry on, I don't care. I need the guys that matter to be ready in two weeks. Oh,
1: and that was not
2: pre-planned. I wrote that on the spot.
1: Uh, listen, you know, as far as final thoughts go, you know, you're, you, you're playing with house money. Yeah, baby. Like like everybody that's out there that wants to be Debbie Downer about like, oh, well, they didn't play anybody in the quarter, but they didn't play any quarterbacks. They didn't put like, who gives a shit? Like nobody cares, our, Sean. Our, our, our sports world sucks right now. Like enjoy this. This was a gift. We never expected this. This, this is where like, you get to fan. Right. This, this is where like like to go back to the Christmas analogy, right? You expected nothing and got a fucking iPad. Like you got a huge gift that nobody thought was going to be happening this year. Enjoy it, like fan it up. That whole week, whoever they play, whether it's Tampa or the Rams or whatever, like enjoy. And it. then, as long like,
2: as we come out actually playing, right. and we don't phone it in for the play, let's go. I'm here for it.
1: Like Just enjoy it, like stop, stop with all like the nonsense. I can't stand all like the like the negative fanboy stuff. Like to me, it serves no purpose. Like if I'm a fan of this team. I want to be a fan of this team. I'm going to go out and root for this team. And when the wheels fall off, the wheels fall off. And we do a season recap show and we talk about it. And then pretty soon, Johnny's going to, I already saw Johnny putting out mock drafts. I'm sure, him and him and Tom are going to be doing their their, their draft shows pretty soon. Like, we'll I'm not ready for
2: about, mockery yet.
1: We, we, oh my God. We'll, yeah, we'll pretty. I'm sure pretty soon we'll start talking about what to do with draft picks and all that stuff. But leave all that. Like put all that aside. Like just be a fan. Just enjoy it. Because this and point
2: last year, we were having a conversation about how they what? snuck in Nate Sudfeld. This is a different conversation. Let's enjoy it.
1: Right. That's it. Final thoughts. Listen before before we get out of here. You know, if if you haven't go, you know, go check out uh, La Terrain Watches. The you know the the luxury uh, U.S. made timepieces uh, that are, you know, anywhere, you know, I think they're, they're, they're very affordable, very clean, very good looking, um, use the DOB code to check out, you know, help us out. Um, and then shout out to our other sponsor team clicks. They're uh, sports inspired team themed eyeglass wear with interchangeable parts. So you can have your, your Eagle stuff on Sunday, your Sixers stuff on Monday, your Flyers stuff on Tuesday, go check them out. Um, you know, just, you know, Go, uh, go birds and, uh, see when we see you peace out.
0: Learn more about PrEP, the HIV prevention medication, visit doitforumc.org.